Westmoreland County is making some waves. They're doing some things that other people, I think, may want to take note of. Because it all has to do with a situation that many communities have, but few know what to do about it. And the issue is blight. We are joined now by Brian Lawrence. And Brian Lawrence is our guest here on KDKA as the executive director of the Westmoreland County Redevelopment Authority and Land Bank. Brian, it's good to have you on KDKA. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me, Rick. It's interesting that what you have done in Westmoreland County is in a, in a relatively short period of time, less than two years, you have now managed to have a hundred different demolitions to do away with blight throughout Westmoreland County. That seems like an inordinate number when we hear the wheels creaking in other parts of western Pennsylvania and they're just not moving and yet you've knocked out a hundred properties. How have you done that in Westmoreland County? Yeah, I think it comes down to an alignment of multiple levels of government uh, and government policy and resources towards a very real problem. Uh, you know, this program is funded by the American Rescue Plan Act uh, through the county commissioners, and we're eternally grateful for their assistance in this. Uh, but it's also due to a lot of work at the local scale. So you've got the federal government, the county government, and local governments all working in the same direction on a similar problem. We're lucky to have the opportunity to be in the middle of those uh, uh, levels of government to direct this and really just kind of quarterback all of these efforts. Uh, that's not to take anything away from our project managers who've been very busy uh, over the past 15 months or so. One of the things that you have been quoted as saying is that in a perfect world, we would be able to save and stabilize these properties before they're too far gone. Yet, economically, there's no sound way to rehabilitate these buildings. So demolishing them lifts a huge burden off municipal and county resources. How so? How does it lift that burden, Brian? Yeah, I think that that comment is a reflection of something that we had seen in 2018 when the county uh, was undergoing a, a, the development of a new comprehensive plan. We had asked over 3,000 residents what they thought and was, you know, what were their wants and needs for Westmoreland County over the next decade. And when you read the comments from the survey, it was regularly seen things like, let's rebuild our towns, let's renovate older houses, let's uh, make our downtowns and our urban places and our coal patch towns and our even our rural places, because this is a problem countywide, mm. uh, let's make them better places to live. That way we can attract, retain, and develop a, a diverse and stable workforce. So our residents identified this problem early on, you know, back in 2018, as something that we needed to work on. Um, in the future, uh, we know that this is going to be still a problem in some of our places. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's, it is probably one of the most pernicious problems because it's a right that's protected by the Constitution, right, so, uh, private property. And, and so it becomes really difficult to get the rights to do this work. Uh, but we've got lots of tools that we've been deploying on it uh, to solve the problem.
Is a blighted property simply one where the grass is growing up and there's a car with no wheels in the backyard that's been abandoned? Or is a blighted property one that's dangerous because somebody might move in there and be squatting on that property? Or is there a definition that we can use that says that's blighted as opposed to simply not kept up the way that, Brian, maybe you would or I would keep my house? Yeah, that's a very good distinction to make. High grass does not blight make, right? Right. Um, there are we look at very specific uh, quantifiable factors. We use a, a checklist of about 21 different factors to identify these properties, uh, and there is state law that backs this, uh, that identifies these properties. Sometimes it can be vague. Um, you know, something can be blighted uh, that creates an economic uh, impact on neighboring properties. That's a bit vague. Uh, we really try to be as quantifiable as possible to make those very clear distinctions about what is and what is not. I can tell you of, of the 100, and now it's 104 as of this afternoon, uh, blighted properties that have been uh, demolished through this program, every single one of them, there's no question. Uh, these are all very bad properties that have needed to go for a very long time. And, you know, your point about uh, there's just not enough resources to make all the necessary improvements, it's a sad reality. But what we're doing is hopefully keeping the rest of the neighborhood uh, stable because, you know, the, the term blight really was borrowed from um, agriculture and tomatoes. Mm -hmm. We know what the Western PA folk like to uh, grow tomatoes in the summer. If you get blight, it spreads very quickly. And it, it really is indicative of the how blight of buildings also affects a neighborhood. So you've got one bad property, it spoils the bunch, right? And so we're hopeful that taking down all of these properties will stabilize neighborhoods so that they can finally kind of stand on their own. There's been a lot of research done that says blighted properties can impact property value of surrounding areas by 10, 12, 15 percent. So it does make a difference and it, it makes a difference if you don't have to drive by and see that and worry about whether or not it is going to impact your property. It's more than just knocking them down. You've also got to clean them up, too. Right. Is, is that part of your process in these 104, Brian? Yeah, absolutely, and we're even engaging uh, long-term to re-envision what these vacant lots mean for our communities on their terms. Uh, this past summer, we had a uh, listening session in each of the communities. There are seven municipalities in Westmoreland County where we can do this work, and we met with residents and asked them, now that it's going to be vacant, what would be your ideal goal? And there are very real policy and government interventions that we can do, but really what we want to see is our local grassroots folks try to take these properties on and do something positive with them. So part of the report that we'll be releasing in the next several months uh, identifies best practices, whether that's you know market villages that create opportunities for entrepreneurs at very low cost, or maybe it's affordable housing, or maybe just new market rate housing. And then at the lower end of the scale, you've got things like uh, public gardens. I, I, I like the idea of, you know, seeing neighbors working together mm -hmm. to make their neighborhood better. Now, Brian, this is some really, really great stuff. I, I'd be remiss if I didn't put you on the spot here because I know you are a big fan of Hometown High Q when it was on a number of years ago. So I'm going to give you a chance, even though you're beyond the, the years of high school, I'm going to see how well you would do when I put you on the spot. Are you ready for this? <laughs> Here yeah, we go. The, the Teapot Dome scandal was a bribery scandal involving the administration of this U.S. president from 1921 to 1923. Who was the president, Brian? Oh, I'm going to go with 
I know it's not Wilson. It's not Wilson. You are correct. Okay. Uh, Fillmore. Warren G. Harding. Warren G. Harding. Harding. The reason that's significant to us at KDKA is because the very first broadcast that we did here 103 years ago was the election results of Warren G. Harding being elected president of the United States. That's incredible, and I understand your sister uh, station is celebrating 75 years, so congratulations. Absolutely. Keeping it all in the family around here these days. Brian, thank you very, (laughs) very much for being here, and I do appreciate it. We've got some lovely parting gifts for you, uh, including – no, I'm kidding. What I do appreciate, though, is what you're doing in Westmoreland County with – the Redevelopment Authority with the Land Bank to set an example. And and if other people in other counties and other surrounding areas have questions, I'm assuming it's okay for them to reach out to you? Absolutely. Thank you very much, Rick. Absolutely. Great stuff. Brian Lawrence, Executive Director of the Westmoreland County Redevelopment Authority and Land Bank. And again, 104 properties in less than two years that they have cleaned up, doing something really special there in Westmoreland County.